Welcome back to another Thursday Unmute episode. Michael here, and I'm sitting down with someone who I don't know if I need to be concerned about him taking over the podcast. If he wants to, he can come take it over for a week. Hey, Dwasi, how's it going? It's going pretty good, and I will let you and Marty have that, man, because I, I don't <laughs> I don't think Marty wants me to take over his show. I don't know. We could we could I could step aside. Marty stepped aside for a little bit. We'll uh, see how he feels about you taking over the show. Marty. Send some feedback to feedback. It doesn't need to show. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you wanted to jump on and talk about some announcements that people may have heard about in the news. And we're going to try to bring you on on the last Thursday of the month to talk something secure. Uh, well, something security or security. Talk about something related to security. Uh, what do you want to talk about today, Delossi? So, um, yeah, I do like that that last Thursday of the month. So that means you will be getting some things from me that are a little delayed at this point, you know, because this story that I'm about to talk about has been out for a while. But it's also good, I find, with security and uh, privacy things to sometimes give them a little while to breathe so you get all of the information. Yes. So within the past month, I don't remember the exact date because I am a horrible, horrible preparation person and I did not go look up like, oh, when did this happen? But within the past month to six weeks, uh, the FBI along with CISA, which is the, I can't remember what CISA, C-I-S-A, I forget what it stands for, uh, but it's another federal uh, government committee more so than anything. But they put out guidance uh, or a warning rather, which is something the FBI doesn't typically do in this sort of space, but they put out a warning about charging in public locations. So I want to step back a bit and talk about, you know, the difference in charging, you know, the differences in charging in public. So what they're addressing is oftentimes you go to say a coffee shop. I don't want to name any particular brand because I don't want to throw them under the bus, but let's say you go to a coffee shop and you sit down at a nice little table and they may have USB ports on the table or on the wall right next to the table. Uh, you see these in airports and the uh, lounge areas while you're waiting for your flight where there are USB ports available for you to plug in your phone, plug in your iPad and charge, uh, charge up while you're, you know, just sitting there. Super convenient. I, I have one of these USB things right on the end of my desk. And, and because I have all the wires exposed, I can see where that goes. So uh, yeah, it's super convenient to be able to charge your stuff quickly and why not for free? Yeah, it's, it's very convenient. The problem that comes up here and what they're warning against is in those public spaces, you don't know who has tampered with that USB port. That's not to say that they're saying, you know, every single USB port that's out there publicly available is, you know, somehow going to hack your device. But the unfortunate truth of it is that your device can be taken over or malicious software installed on a device uh, by plugging into an unknown USB port and that port having been tampered with to the point because there's small little computers running inside of there. People are figuring out how to put malicious code there and it will load that onto your device. And now you have been hacked and you don't know it. Uh, oftentimes there are what are commonly referred to by a lot of news media as zero day vulnerabilities. Um, Maybe we'll have that conversation one day about my feelings about zero day versus, you know, 
actual proper nomenclature. But sometimes there are vulnerabilities in our devices that we're not aware of and the manufacturers or developers are not aware of until someone discovers it. You know, that's why we have good researchers that, you know, they hack on stuff. They're they're really trying to break into a device, but they're doing it from the aspect of trying to make it more secure uh, versus, you know, someone who's a malicious actor who is going to find a vulnerability and then use it or sell it on the dark web to, you know, make money because that's what they're after. In the case of these USB ports, I won't get too far into, you know, how all of this works. Suffice to say, this has been a concern of mine for several years. And it's one of the reasons that I, I have continuously kept a portable battery that I can take with me that will, you know, work to go on a plane so it's not too big to be taken onto a plane or the battery capacity is not too large to be taken on a plane and i tend to keep those charged up so that when i'm traveling i don't have to plug into somebody else's random port uh because i've known about these vulnerabilities for a while and that they existed the other thing that i also do is when traveling i know i'm going to stay in a hotel i won't plug my devices into the hotel's usb ports either because again i have no idea who could have been tampering with these. So I take, you know, I have my battery pack and I also will take, you know, some sort of my, some wall plug of my own to plug in. Huh. I didn't even think about the, like the USBs in the hotels and those lamps. Cause that's what I, that was probably the first thing I did when I got to our room is I found the USB port and plugged my phone in. And I didn't even think about that. Cause you, you can trust the environment you're in, but you don't know who's been in that environment with you. Right. And that is the major thing that the FBI was warning against. It's like, it's, it's not again that everybody's USB ports have been hacked or it's a super easy thing to do. But we all are aware that nobody's watching everything all the time, 24-7. And, you know, somebody tampers with a USB port. It's not going to necessarily be obvious. Right. If you're really out, you know, for a high target or, or getting as much value out of it, you're going to, you know, as a malicious attacker, you're going to do the best you can to ensure that this goes unnoticed for as long as possible. Hopefully never. It's very similar to the card skimmers that have been placed in ATM machines. Now, we all know that um, mm. we all know the ATMs. Comes. Yeah, we all know that those have cameras right there. Right. But people have still managed to infiltrate you know malicious uh pieces of software or or hardware into those so that they're able to skim your card number when you are doing your normal transaction this is kind of the deal with the usb ports my advice for people is one don't panic it didn't seem like a thing to panic about it's just be aware Mm -hmm. uh carry your own stuff and for me, what's always what's currently in my backpack right now, which is anywhere I go, I'm going to take that backpack. Like even if I don't take a suitcase, I am taking the backpack in my backpack with me right now is a portable uh, battery as USB A, USB C. So I can charge up my phone. I can charge up an iPad. I could probably charge up my MacBook Air off of this. I haven't tried that yet. Very slowly. <laughs> Very slowly, of course. <laughs> uh you know, more likely I'll probably use the MacBook Air to charge up the battery pack, to be quite right. honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but that is that is in my bag and i've had these things like i have so many of these little batteries laying around i am currently using for anyone interested i'm currently using the twenty thousand milliamp uh accessible power bank from at guys and i recently switched to that because it does give me vibratory feedback it also could give you auditory feedback but i hate things that beep and make noises all <laughs> loud so everything for me is vibration uh, but it gives me vibratory feedback on how much charge is remaining on that. You know, it gives me a rough estimate. It's not exact, but it gives me a rough enough estimate that I know if I pick it up right now and push the button and it only vibrates one time at me, I better charge this up before I leave, you know, tomorrow. Because you can't rely on, on it then. But the fact is, you know how much it has, so you know that you need to charge it. Right. Uh, whereas my experience with other battery packs that I bought over the years is like, I would just randomly plug them up because I'm not sure if they're draining battery while they're not in use or not. So it's like, I'm always charging, charging, charging to the point that I probably have overcharged several of them, uh, over the years. So I'm using an accessible power bank. Uh, also it gives me feedback when I plug something in to charge that it is actually charging. So, yes. you know, yes. as opposed AirPods. to you plug it in and you sit there and you leave your phone over there on that table while you're, you know, getting ready in the morning and then you grab your phone and you walk out and you still got 17% and you're like, but yeah. I started with 22. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Or why are my AirPods always dead? It's because your case is never right? charging. And I have the older charging. ones that don't give you the audible feedback. So that's super nice. Uh, we'll have something to mention about that in a couple of moments. So stay tuned to the end. Uh, Demasi and I may give you a little bit off on one if you're interested. Um, so I'm traveling to Schaumburg. You're traveling to Houston. And while we're in the airport, we need to make sure that our phones are charged. Um, would you recommend having one of these, obviously? And and what are some of the conveniences on top of the security of having your own power? So I also absolutely recommend you have a power bank, you know, and honestly, like at this point, I don't really care where you get it from. Like, yeah. just get yourself one, though, because they're handy not only for the security aspect of it, but because when you're in an airport or when you're in any public space where there are available charging locations, you may not be fortunate enough to get to one of those charging locations. And the worst thing that for at least for me. One of the worst things that can happen to me while traveling, especially going through an airport, is my phone dies before I get to where I'm going. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because I land in Houston and I got to call a Lyft or Uber or something, right? Uh, I need to be able to, and when traveling, like I need to be able to make contact with other people because maybe I'm meeting them or, you know, maybe I get to the hotel and there's a problem with my room and I got to call somebody up. It's like, Hey, I thought you paid for this. And they're like, Oh no, I just put my card on. It's like, Oh, like, <laughs> so I can't have my phone dying while in transit, not to uh -huh. mention, you know, the sometimes benefits of, of navigation, uh, while out and about as well. So that is a reason outside of the security of it, why I have, you know, routinely had these and buy them for people to make sure that they have one. Uh, another thing that I also keep in my bag never comes out. I don't use it in the house unless I'm, you know, well, I don't use this thing in the house at all. Um, and this for me is a new thing. So I've always carried at least a, a charging block, like, you know, the type of block that would come with your iPad or come with a Mac. Uh, as we have transitioned into USB-C, I've, I've always tried to have at least a USB-C Mm -hmm. wall plug of my own that I can plug in. Uh, I tend to lean more towards the GAN chargers because they tend to be a little bit smaller and still put out a great deal of power. So I could reasonably charge a MacBook up with it if I needed to. But it also provide, you know, power with a USB-C to lightning cable for an iPhone, uh, C to C for, you know, just about everything else. 
and those are good to have whether you have whether you have one port or you have four ports or whatever like have one of these things with you so that when again you arrive at a hotel or you arrive at your airbnb um you have something that you know works that you can plug in into the wall now to be clear plugging in and charging in public you're fine if you're plugging into an outlet right so if you have your iphone charging block or your your pixel charging block and you plug that into a wall outlet somewhere in public and then plug your phone in you're fine there yeah it's the taking your phone and plugging it directly into someone else's usb port like don't do that just your mama never tell you not to plug into people's ports (laughs) (laughs) so on that note uh you mentioned the twenty thousand milliamp power bank i'm fond of the ten thousand milliamp power bank that at dies offers uh because it's it's about the same thickness as my iphone 12 it's a similar form factor a little shorter and a little little lighter yeah it's a a little little lighter lighter. it's actually the same size as my as the twenty thousand i so i got the twenty thousand because i hadn't seen one and i needed to see what it looked like I uh, honestly, I'm kind of with you. I do prefer the 10,000 because that's a lot of charges. Like, I mean, especially for a phone earbuds, which is about the only thing I'm going to be charging while in transit anyway. That's plenty of power. It's much lighter. Uh, It's about half the weight, I guess, because it's half the size of the uh, (laughs) the 20,000 milliamp. So through the 7th of May, uh, so at the time you're hearing this through the 7th of May, AT guys will have their 10,000 milliamp power banks on sale. So go check that sale out. No coupon code needed. And they will automatically be discounted when you add them to your cart. And I'm going to also throw in a tip for another device that I actually carry now that I borrow from AT guys. And I legitimately pay for this. I know some people listening know that I work for AT guys, but I legit pay for these Uh the, the power bank I have and the travel station that I want to tell you about very quickly. Mm. This travel station will make you a hero. First of all, you <laughs> will feel great. Like you'll, you'll just be great. What it is, is about a four to five foot cable that plugs into the wall. On the other end from the plug that goes into the wall, though, is a little small aluminum box. On the end of this box are three USB-A ports. That's about the only thing I don't like about it is they're A ports. I'm all about the USB-C, but it is what it is. You can buy an adapter. Three USB-A ports. These A ports have what is called smart charging or IQ charging, as is referenced by uh, some brands. But basically what it means is that it's going to negotiate the right amount of power to send to your device when you plug something in. Uh, so that you're not overcharging or too fastly charging a smaller device, but it can handle fast charging a larger device, such as your iPhone. So you have those three USB ports. And I hear what you're saying. Like, oh, I can get it anything. On the sides of this thing, though, are where you're going to be like, whoa. On each side, left side, right side of this aluminum box are standard wall outlets. So you can just plug something in that needs to be plugged in. Like, say, your laptop, because a lot of you run around with laptops with big, huge chargers and, you know, plug in your laptop, plug in your phone, plug in your earbuds, plug in your Mac Mini, if you're Mike. But it's a great device. Um, these normally retail for $29.99 on the AT Guy site. I don't know if they're going to be on sale or not uh, at this point in time, but I still think that's a spectacular price. I actually bought two of them. So I have one in my bag, and Tia has one in her bag. So uh, and, and the reason I say it'll make you a hero is show up somewhere, be stuck over there in the corner at the airport, plug your little thing in, you're charging your phone up, you know, you're still watching YouTube or TikTok with your phone plugged in, getting your charge, 
And hey, you can help somebody else out too, even though they probably really shouldn't be plugging into your <laughs> random ports either. But hey, you're a trustworthy person. Right, right. Or maybe someone just needs to plug their laptop in and you don't need to unplug yours. You can just be like, hey, plug it in here and I can still charge my stuff. And look, we yeah. can charge someone else's things too. So it's a it's a handy little device. And uh, I would recommend picking them up while you can. Just just throwing that out there because some are coming up. Because uh, I might buy all of them. Yeah. That's not a marketing hype. We might sell out of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but at any rate, go ahead. Perfect, Demasi. Well, I, I greatly appreciate you sitting down talking about that because it's one of those things that convenience is what we've gotten from USB and USB-C. And when you see or hear about a port, you're just like, oh, I want to plug my device in because I need to charge it. And that's super nice. But you need to be aware and, uh, you know, little devices to be able to make your life a little bit more convenient can can save and help you. Did you want to make any other comments about security before we wrap it up today? Nope. Just be vigilant about what you're doing and be as safe as you possibly can. Don't panic because there's no, there's no need to panic. Uh, just be aware, be cautious, and be safe. Alrighty. And if people want to get in contact with you, it's the best way they can reach out to you. You can send an email to hello at bedrockinnovations.com. Or if you happen to be on Mastodon, you can find me over there. Just visit Damasi, D-A-M-A-S-H-E, dot yourownpay.com. And that will redirect you to my Mastodon account. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you jumping in here. No worries, Marty. He's not going to take over your job. And uh, we'll be back, uh, looks like probably tomorrow with some Friday fun. So we'll talk to you guys. Later.